Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I missed you guys, and I've been in the presence of the Lord. I have some very wonderful things to share that's going to cause you to operate in a dimension of greatness by accessing the anointing and the authority of dominion. And I'm going to say that again, accessing the anointing and the authority of dominion. Some people believe that dominion is just something that causes you to possess. But before you're able to possess, there is an anointing that God wants to release. There's an authority that he wants to bless us with. People think of authority as a negative thing or a hard thing, but it is not hard. It is actually um, the blessing of the Lord and it causes you to live a life of glorious power and majesty as you uh, pursue the, the purpose and calling of God in your life. You will have to have dominion because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So the Bible also talks about um, binding the strong man. And um, when he's not able to be bound, it causes everything in your possession to be relinquished. And we don't want that. We want to be able to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And that is going to take an understanding of the word of God. That's going to take some authority in the word of God. It's going to take an anointing to be poured out by the glory and the grace of God that will cause us to run the race with patience, to walk and not be weary in the name of Jesus. So we're going to walk into a land. We're going to possess territories. We're going to possess dominions. And I am so happy to be able to share this word today. I feel like a little kid and I just thank God for the grace of revelation that he's placed upon my life. He's been delivering to me some very wonderful things in the spirit. And I spent some great time in worship and in praise. And I cannot stress enough how amazing it is to be in the presence of God. He will deal with you in ways that you've never imagined. He will show up and show out. He will reveal himself in a very powerful, loving way. And he will give you your heart's desires if you pursue the things that pertain to life and godliness. So we've been discussing vision. We did that for about nine or 10 weeks. And uh, last week we began to talk about dominion. I never actually know how God is going to lead me. I never actually know um, the direction that he's taking me in. Like I said, um, I operate in the gift of revelation. And so you can't time revelation. You can't gauge it. You have no idea the direction that it goes in. That's the beauty of it because God reveals himself in a beautiful way through the element of surprise. That's what it means when he talks about astonishing, astounding, amazing, his greatness. He will come when he wants and how he wants. And that's what causes him to be God. He is unpredictable. And so through the gift of revelation, I never understand exactly what I'm going to share um, until Monday. <laughs> He deals with me in different ways and he releases himself um, in, in praise and worship and through intimacy. And um, I kind of sometimes have an idea, but right before I begin to get into the podcast is when he gives me the, the fullness of what he wants me to share. And I appreciate God for that because um, I get to unfold it with the listener and I get to learn with you guys and we're on the same page. So I found out some very wonderful things today. And I, when I mean say today, I mean in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> but God is good. He is a wonderful God. We need to be 
praising and worshiping him in spite of everything going on around us. I had, and um, I don't want to say debate or argument, but I was speaking to someone the other day asking me about the election and, um, and uh, people should know me well enough to know, don't ask me about the election because I serve God and I focus on what God has for me and we can get caught up in the things in the world and not and miss the promise and miss the blessing and get off the path that God has preordained because uh, when God is dealing with you in the company or the cloud of his presence and of his blessing, you have to have tunnel vision, if you will. You have to stay focused and have very keen insight and uh, a dedication to the word of God that he's spoken over your life. That's what a dimension is. So when you operate in the dimension of greatness, there's going to be a word spoken for a particular season. And that word encompasses everything around you. So people will think that you are being antisocial or you're being distant or you're that you're unplugged from the world. You're not unplugged from the world. You're plugged into the world. You're plugged. I mean, I'm sorry. You're plugged into the spirit. You're plugged into the spiritual graces and anointings and powers of God. God, but that is so that you can release into the earth. You're not plugged into the earth to catch hold of the spirit. You're plugged into the spirit so that the earth can catch hold to what God is doing in you. So today we're going to discuss a little bit about that. And there's a powerful anointing today. There's a powerful revelation. There are some truths that will knock your socks off. And I am grateful to be able to share it today. I don't know if I said my name and uh, my name is not that important. Who I am is not that important, but my name is Felicia Atlas. And we're going to get into a dimension of greatness through dominion today. We talked about vision and hopefully your eyes have been tempered and the eyes of your understanding have been enlightened and you understand the hope of God's calling. But now it's time to possess the land. At the end of 2021, don't be sad. I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to be glad. Don't be disappointed because there's so many things being released and I'm not going to you know, say that it's easy and I'm not going to deny um, the travail that comes along with possessing the land. I'm not going to say that it is not trying, that there won't be challenges and obstacles, but how many know that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus and he's giving us all things that pertain into life and godliness. So let's just recap a little bit and get right into this revelation because there's so much revelation today. I, I get so many revelations on a daily basis. I can't even go back and talk about the ones that I didn't finish the week before. So you just have to kind of grab on to where you start um, here and get into the word and ask God to reveal to you um, the continuation because there's so many things that the Lord is saying. Remember, I, I prophesied a couple weeks ago on, I believe the new year revelation about how God was gonna release um, a cumulative anointing meaning or through his word, meaning that there won't just be a word, there will be words and that you have to combine them and grow and build a foundation and begin to grow in the Lord. You're going to have to catch on quickly because he's satiating um, the word in the lives of people to be able to create the dimension that we can be formed in the in the um, created, uh, known in the belly and formed in the womb. And that's just what the dimension is where he creates the word of God for your life and then sends you out and gives you the opportunity to establish greatness. So let's just get into the word of God. Last week, we discussed the origin of possessing the land. We talked about that God originally intended for Adam and Eve to live in the garden and access the livelihood and the beauty of the garden, the beauty of the garden. So God established the, the waters. He established the earth, but then he established the garden. So those are three places 
that he established as far as territory is concerned in the beginning. So how many know that two represents impartation and three represents establishment? If you see something happening in twos in the word of God, God is releasing an opportunity of impartation. Impartation, the spirit behind impartation um, is decision. So in the realm of impartation, if you're receiving something from God behind it is always decision. That's the way that God has established his power and his will. So here, what you're going to learn through me, through the power of God and through the grace of God on my life is um, God is going to reveal the way that he intends for us to operate uh, through the way that he's designed certain things. I'm not going to say that I know the mind of God, but God does reveal certain secrets through the spirit of revelation. So where you see two, Adam and Eve, he's intending to impart something. So where you see three, he's establishing something. He took Adam and Eve, two people, he placed them in the garden. He's establishing something. So I'm establishing a garden atmosphere. So there are operative anointings. I'm writing a good book. Ooh, it's good. Ooh, I'm writing a good book. It's good. <laughs> I'm writing a good book about the, the anointings of God. And um, I think I'm on anointing number 81. And the section of these anointings, I don't want to give out too much information before the book is completed, but the section um, that I'm working on, those 81 anointings, I haven't even, I have some I need to add to that list. I haven't even completed that list, but there are different types of anointing. So the reason I'm mentioning that is because um, the garden was an atmospheric anointing, meaning there's an atmosphere. And so when you try to possess land and you try to go in and say, how come I didn't get that building? I wanted that church. I wanted the old, I wanted the old Walmart to be my new building. I wanted that call center to be my new office. I wanted that skyscraper in downtown New York. That's what, that was for me. I prayed for that. I fasted for that. And you didn't get it because there's different types of anointings that release the promises in favor of God. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And we're going to get in that word It's going to be good. So last week, there was, um, you know, he put, placed them in the garden to establish his original intention. There's a land there. I'm going to call it earth. I'm going to call it earth. And then there are waters, but I didn't call the waters. I didn't call the waters. I called the land earth, but I didn't call the waters, but I called the gathering of the waters, the seas. So the waters that came together, meaning gathering of spiritual attributes, gathering of spiritual powers, God will never create people and place them without having a way out. There will always be a way of escape. And that way of escape is always through the spirit, the Holy Ghost, the presence of God. That's always going to be our deliverer. That's always going to be our strong tower. That's always going to be our place of refuge, if you will. And so he said, at, he called the gathering. He didn't call the water seas. He called the gathering of the water seas. And so, um, because he's saying that there's an anointing of operation there. And so in the garden, there were, there was an atmospheric anointing. The garden represents the atmosphere. There's atmospheres of goodness. There's atmospheres of grace. There's atmospheres of glory. And, um, I wish I could talk about that right now. Cause that would be real good. But when David says goodness and mercy shall follow me, those are actual spirits. Those were not good things. You got a blessing. You got that. That was an encompassment, meaning no matter what you do, you are placed in the land of the living with greatness, glories, um, honor and, and everything, David. And so um, that's a totally different subject. I want to stay on topic because I have a lot to share in a very small amount of time. But he placed them um, in the design 
of their creation in the garden. He formed them, then he sanctified, he ordains, and he provides access to dominion through a nation anointing, through a nation anointing, as he told Jeremiah. And so we're going to go back to the beginning and talk about how you actually have dominion to possess the land because the body of Christ, we are behind on schedule. We are missing out on promises. We are missing out on blessings. So today, the word of the Lord is enter, enter in. We're going to discuss the spiritual technology that releases access to enter. We're going to discuss the spiritual technology. I got the word of the Lord today that's going to cause us to release I'm sorry, that's going to release access to enter in. Hebrews 4 and 4 says, Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into, into his rest. Let us therefore fear. We don't want to miss the promise. It's going to be left. So you can be a Christian. You can be a believer. You can be in the presence of God. You can be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and you can miss the promise. So we're starting right there. You can miss the mark. You can miss the blessing. You can live your whole life saved and sanctified and not enter in. Okay. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Okay. He's telling us there's a possibility that you're not going to possess the whole land. And so today we're going to share so many things that talk about possessing the land and crossing over and walking in and all of that. Uh, verse chat, verse two, it says for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Who is them? For unto us, the gospel was preached as well as unto them. Now, who was them? It says, but the word preached, it did not profit them. Who is them? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest. As he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Who are these people? Who is them? And then he also says, Paul also says, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Now, I'm glad I'm, I'm just noticing this. God has been dealing with me about works uh, the last couple of days. I'm surprised that um, that's not the topic today, but I know that he wants to focus more on dominion before we talk about the works, because when the works are like, uh, I hate to use this analogy, but that's what's, what I'm saying. It's like a machine gun. When you come into the land, you let loose, like you're letting loose. Like there's no break. When you get into an anointing of works, I mean, everything is coming into fruition. Everything is being made manifest. It's not going to be a little work and a little thing here and a little thing there. It's going to be a complete um, arsenal, a complete explosion of, of artillery to destroy the enemy. And that's what he's showing me when it pertains to work. And so, um, so the works were finished from the foundation of the world, meaning there's an arsenal and there's an artillery that we have access to, to be, to cross over into a land that was not ours because of the enemy allowed it to be uh, stolen, but we have to repossess it. It was ours from the beginning, but things happen along the way where now you don't have that business and now you don't have that ministry. And now it's not what God showed you in the beginning. He promised you this and that. He promised you a hundred, uh, a thousand, um, a hundred thousand dollar grant, but it never came through. He promised you that your ministry would flourish, but you don't have any members and no one is contacting you and no one is reaching out, but there's a finished work from the foundation of the world. And we're going to tap into that because that actually what dominion is. It's tapping into the original foundation, the original design, the world 
I'm sorry, the word entrance, we're entering in. The word entrance is mentioned 12 times throughout the word of God. Now, how could that be? How could entrance be mentioned 12 times when we're talking about receiving the anointing from the 12 tribes, the 12 sons, the 12 anointings of Israel? So before we get to reveal what those 12 anointings are, we have to understand the foundational um, expectation of God when he first created certain anointings. See, God has a place where he creates everything. It's called greatness and greatness is a place and where, and there's so many different, I couldn't count. I couldn't number if I wanted to opportunities that are in this place of greatness. So before, uh, Israel was named Israel, before Abraham was called, God always creates the substance before he releases the promise. God doesn't promise you something and say, let me make this. I'm going to make this. God creates the blessing. He creates the promise in a land of substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's already created in a place. And then he begins to release it. So the number 12 entrance is mentioned 12 times in the, the scriptures. And it signifies a perfect cumulative order. 12 does not represent perfect governmental order. One is a perfect order. Two is a perfect order. They all are governmental anointings. 12 is the fullness of it because it takes 11 days to get into the promised land. Joseph was the 11th son. He was not the 12th. So people think that 12 means perfect governmental order. Each number one through 12 has its own perfect anointing. So as we begin to talk about going in and possessing the land, we're going to break down what Reuben gives you as an anointing, what Simeon gives you as an anointing, what Dan, Judah, Joseph, Benjamin, and I'm excited talking about it because it's powerful. How could we have been missing out on so many revelatory powers in God? We have to know the truth so that we can be set free and walk in the authority of God. 12 original governing orders. Joseph was number 11. So that means that there's something in 11. There's something in Benjamin. There's something in 12. There's something there, something there. So I'm going to share those as we get into a, more of the teaching of dimension. But today we just want to talk about access, entering. We just want to talk about entrance. Okay. There's a glory in Joseph that every believer is entitled to. I want to talk about that because it's important because Joseph is mixing the spiritual kingdom anointing with the earthly anointing. Joseph was one of the people in the word of God, one of few that actually set up economic strength, economic strength, economic strength, economically and said, I'm going to bring my people into this wealth. I'm going to bring the chosen promised people into this wealth. There are many of us that have our secular jobs. We have our degrees. We have our calling. We have our an election, but we're not operating in the spirit as it pertains to the promise of God. We might be teachers, principals, have this job, be in banking, but how is God merging his original design in with your profession, in with your calling? Tell me how. This is a challenge. I'm submitting a challenge. Get a pen and paper and tell me how God, the spirit of God is flowing through your profession. And if it's not, the Joseph anointing is not on you. So you don't have the favor. You don't have the code of many colors. You don't have the access to be in ungovernmental political um, structures as it pertains to the body of Christ. You can't deliver deliverance to the people of God. And we all are called to do that. That's why it's only supposed to take 11 days to enter into the land of promise. So the good thing is Moses was the chosen representative to prophetically live and fulfill the extension of Joseph's deliverance anointing. But Moses only initiated it. It has to be fulfilled through us. So there's a great expectation through us. 
uh, Moses only initiated it. And um, even as they, I was studying today, and even as they were traveling into the promised land and Miriam died, it says that they there was no water. They thought they were gonna die. And so they had access to nothing. They were in a dry and thirsty land when Miriam died. How many people know that it says, and Moses and Aaron gathered the people. And it just, like I said earlier, God gathered the waters and called them seas. So he sang even in the book of uh, Numbers chapter 20, when he gathered the people so that the water could come out of the rock, that the water could come out of the earth. Just like in Genesis chapter one, when he called the waters together, the gathering of the waters is called seas. The waters were never named because God named, because we are the body of Christ and we have the spirit of God within us to fulfill an overflow anointing of water. But the attributes of the water in the earth is called seas. So when he smote the rock, the water gushed out. That was, that was the waters gushed out. But the sea is what caused the people to be let dry and thirsty in a dry land. So you have to take your spiritual anointing, your earthly anointing, and cause the two to merge. They gathered the people together. The gathering anointing is for the perfecting edification and nourishing of the people of God. So today we're going to learn how to do that. How do we cause our natural situation to be satiated like Jeremiah talks about satiating? with fatness, satiating with the spirit of God. And Jeremiah, matter of fact, he has his own special anointing. He's the only one that mentions the word satiate. And if you ever have time, study that because it's very, very powerful. Jeremiah had his own anointing as he talked about the end time, talked about the old time, and he tried to mix those two together because he's talking about where the flesh and the spirit meet. How do we cause the earth to see the waters? That's always the, the, the territory. That's always the objective. That's always where our momentum comes from in God is causing the waters to come forward. There's an economic landscape for each believer. The Bible says, don't remove the ancient landmark. Proverbs 22, 28, remove not the ancient landmark. So in order to possess the land, we can't remove the ancient landmark. They were established for our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. So in order to fully possess to have dominion, we have to understand these things. The Bible says in 2 Peter 1 and 10, wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wherefore I will not you will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them and be established in the present truth. So we have to be established. He's talking about an old glory and a new glory. Be established in the present truth so that the entrance can be ministered that you will go in and possess. Hebrews 3 and 17. But with whom was he grieved for 40 years? He's talking about a 40 year um, excavation that could have taken 11 days. Was it not with them that had sin, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? See, even Paul, Peter, Paul is telling us to wake up to the understanding of opportunity to go in, to enter in. Verse 18, and to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. 
So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. So we have to receive the understanding of land, the understanding of abroad, the understanding of coast, the understanding of borders, territories. See, there's an anointing when the Bible talks about land. It only speaks of original power, original purpose, original principles. Whenever you see land, it goes back to the original because the land was formed before the earth. The land was before the earth. So the land represents the original design, original plan of God. Okay, I'm getting ready to share some revelations. Land speaks of original design and the landscape of opportunity, original powers, original purpose, original principle. When the Lord talks about abroad, these are six different virtues, six different anointings to enter in. When he talks about abroad, if you just Google abroad in the Bible, it speaks of the potential of transit authorities to fulfill a vast purpose. You have to have a transit anointing, a transit authority. You have to have a a a a mobile anointing but it can't just be mobile to move around because the devil moves around he's a wandering spirit too he's a wandering lying destructive spirit so outside of just having mobility to go abroad it has to be transit meaning it's a quickening anointing to be able to be mobile so that original power is coming to share the word of god abroad he told him to go abroad he told him i will stretch you forth abroad then there's a coast anointing this is the powerful one this is where your earthly obligation meets our spiritual capabilities so in the coast the coast represents um it's a beautiful place because it's where the beach is. So when I did my research on the coast, you can see the water from the land. And from the land, you can see the water. And from the water, you can see the land. So you should be able to see your spiritual authority from an earthly perspective. You should be able to see your earthly perspective from a spiritual standpoint. So God is saying through the, he told uh, Pharaoh, that I will send the locusts in your coast if you don't let my people go. Meaning I'm going to send the locusts to destroy your economy through the spirit of God because the coast is the water where the water and the land meet. So once you begin to stand up in the Holy Ghost that you have, or if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you better get it because you're going to miss the promise that Paul was talking about. You won't be able to enter in. So he told Pharaoh, if you don't let my people go, that they may serve me. That's the point. Possessing the land is about serving the purposes of God. He said, let them go that they may serve me. He said, I'm going to send the locusts. He sent the locusts from the east and he removed them from the west. That's an atmospheric anointing that I was speaking of earlier about the Garden of Eden. So there are different types of anointings. There are so many. Like I said, I'm, I got a book going. I got about I got so many anointings going on. And so because God wants them to be revealed to the people of God, that they can operate in a dimension of greatness. So you have the coastal anointing where God says, how about this? Let's get down and get into something good. So the coastal anointing where your land sees your spiritual opportunity, where your spiritual opportunity sees your earthly opportunity. That's where the beach is. That's the coastline. So you're on the sand, but you see the water, how beautiful it is. You're in the water, but you can see the earth, the potential to access opportunity. First Chronicles 4 and 10. And Jebaz called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast 
and that thy hand would be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it might not grieve me. And God granted him what he requested. So Jebaz was granted his request because he spoke in order. He said, bless me, like I talked about last week. See, we're at, we don't understand that the blessing comes from the promise. The promise comes from the covenant. So all of these are laws. Legally, there are laws established. We cannot obstruct justice trying to possess the promises of God. We have to, so Jabez prayed in order. He said, bless me, meaning I'm going back to the original. I'm going to the promise through my bloodline. How do you know that, Felicia? Because right before this in 1 Chronicles chapter 2, it starts out by saying, these are the sons of Israel. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, Asher. So before Jabez was able to possess the enlargement of his coast, meaning the enlargement where spirit meets natural, he had to go back to the original 12 anointings of the tribes of Israel. Israel, Reuben, I'm sorry, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, and Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. So I hope you're understanding what I'm saying about the 12 different anointings and the many opportunities in God. And I have so much more to share, but Jabez prayed in order. The prayer of Jabez meaning bless me. It speaks of the promises through lineage, through covenant. He said, then enlarge my coast. He's saying, add some territory to my promise through my bloodline. Now see, through the blood of Jesus, this is mine. That means I'm saved through the blood. That means I have access for deliverance through the blood. That means that I can walk out on faith and be a child of the most high God, but add some land to it. I want some acreage. I want to build a house. I want to build a ministry. I want to establish my coming and going. He said, add some territory to my promise. This is where the spirit meets the natural. This is where land meets water as in Genesis chapter one, where he called together the gathering of the waters and named them seas. So everyone has to do a spiritual census, just like the earth does a spiritual census to determine your progression, your opportunities, your goals in the spirit of dominion. This is where we miss the mark and we can no longer do that because God is saying in this time and in this season it's possession time. It's time to go get it. It's time to go possess the land. It's time to be great. The book of Numbers talks a lot about counting, but it's not an earthly count. It's a calculation of glories pertaining to possessions. So next week, we're going to talk about gathering the waters to establish the anointing needed to nourish your earth, to nourish your earthly promise, your earthly possession, your earthly land, and calling access dominion and accessing dominion to possess the land. I'm sorry. So let's be great this week. Let's establish a dimension of greatness and fulfill the works of God and have an enthusiasm as it pertains to the promises of God and attain a dimension of greatness as it pertains to dominion. Have a blessed week, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye.